Hello everybody and welcome to the latest edition of the Anime Limited podcast being broadcast to you live to tape from beautiful, currently at the time of recording, sunny Glasgow, Scotland. That won't last. (laughs) It's been nice and sunny all week here and it's been absolutely like pissing it down in the south so ha 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 the south <laughs> <laughs> oh yes <laughs> because this makes a huge difference from the rest of the year yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly in yes. fairness I la- have no sympathy in fairness last night was pretty bad yeah, but it, yeah. For about for about the hour that we were all going home. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it was fine. Swimming. I was in the pub. I was fine. Oh, <laughs> I stepped on a loose like tile of pavement, and then you know the the shoe? water just came up. And yeah, just went all the way in my boots. Street water is the most ghetto of water. It happens so fast, and they're just like, "Why are my pits suddenly soaking?" Yeah. I have an umbrella, and I have like. Because you know, you just got street water. I know. <laughs> if we if we named each episode in this podcast, this one would be titled "Street Water." Street. It's the most oh, we, should, water. we should name all the podcasts. Do you want to start doing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. This episode, as it stands, will be known as that title. Street water. Street water. No. Yeah. And street water is the most ghetto of all water. Yeah, yeah, that's the next Metal Gear game. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, oh, it's like Pete Walker, I guess. Uh, For those of you who are new to the pro- we have to explain the joke. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. he just cleans your toilets. Just <laughs> <laughs> whoa! Like train when he comes up. Oh. <laughs> Snakes do go through toilets, do they not? <laughs> Sometimes. Like, yeah, so. Oh, we totally need to. I can't say I know. We're currently. Well, since, you know, Kojima's leaving, like, Konami, I guess, I mean, there's an opening for a, a new marketing. <laughs> did you yeah, hear what Kojima is into pachinko machines now, aren't they? Yeah. So, did you hear about what Kojima was doing on day one in Japan? Kojima, apparently, for every Metal Gear game, there has been some kind of signing in Japan. But now that he effectively didn't make the game. He uh, wasn't doing any signings, so he was pa- apparently going around random game shops and people who were about to buy the game. He would go up to them and just say, "Oh, I made that game. Do you want me to sign it for you?" <laughs> just randomly oh sign copies God. in shops. I would have liked I it if he. That. Uh, that's. Yes. A, I'd like that if it was true, but we all know he had a private screening again of Mad Max because he's worn out all the cinema. Yeah, he really but... likes watching that film. He really which, likes to be Mad fair, Max. Well, Which doesn't? I wonder if he liked yeah. the game. I liked it. The game's not got. Best I'm kidding. Right? No, no, it's it's like it's going down pretty well. I ah, think. that's fine then. It just got released the same day as a game that everyone's been eagerly anticipating yeah, for a very long time. Yeah, Fighting Phantom Pain was a difficult choice. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, I guess like for anyone who's new to the podcast. We- yes, uh, welcome <laughs> to the Anime Limited podcast. I am Jeremy Graves, joined in the office studio by Cat Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. So I, I, I always do like this. Put a lid on that enthusiasm, Andrew. You're really overwhelmed. The dichotomy of enthusiasm oh, is um, it's just. I'm gonna have to make up. Unparalleled. Yeah, like, Go for it. Hi, I'm Keith. <laughs> Hi, Keith. How are you doing? I'm fine. Amazing. No. If you're new to the podcast, you've got no oh, idea who you are. <laughs> so, and, and finally, uh, oh, uh, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're Wait, getting, what? You're not getting that And between <laughs> all of us, we we form the by our powers combined, <laughs> we are anime limited. Yeah, like a little, little rougher in the edges, but yes, we are anime limited. Uh, who, who, who gets to be the heart one? Because that was the worst. Oh, that's lame. Oh, yeah. That will be. I don't like with the feelings. Key. So. No, no, I've been, yeah. no, I'm automatically the ginger. So I'm yours. Andrew, Andrew is no. No, yes. wait. I have no heart. That is an impossibility for me to be the heart, then. 
Actually, let's just when take I have a, to make let's the just heart. Take out the heart and have a gaping when, hole. When I have to make, yes. <laughs> no uh, wait, are you saying that I'm the gaping hole? <laughs> I don't like that. Cat. No, <laughs> what we're saying is you're the team. Once I've paid the checks, that's me done for the day. Oh apparently. yeah, we don't need you. It's, like more, it's less wind resistance if you have like a. <laughs> so she's saying that I am also fat and no. therefore <laughs> reduce wind resistance no, 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 if no, I leave. No, no. Now you're the gaping hole that brings us all together within you. <laughs> so you are Captain Planet. There's going to be yeah, a call into HR later. Hello, HR. Hostile work environment. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's sorry. been a fun week, everybody. In case you can't tell, we're very it's jovial been on this an Friday. Awful week, everybody. <laughs> but, uh, fine, it has been. Uh, I was going to try and put a positive spin on it, but we're, we're nearly at the weekend. But by the time you're hearing this, it's the start of a new week. So heck knows what happened over the weekend. I would have drunk my body weight in alcohol. Oh my! Sorry, this is a, a complete oh, tangent. No. But, um, but they finally, while we are on tangents already, um, it. it is a good week. They finally announced a broadcast date for the last episode of Blood Blockade Battlefront, Way! which is licensed by us and coming out in the indeterminate 2016 future. On home video. It's, we actually had a big, we actually had a, a kind of a big wrestling match internally in the product division for who is going to manage which products next year. <laughs> now, we can't, talk, we can't talk about all the products because a lot of them we haven't announced yet. But obviously, the ones that we have announced was a, a certainly a brawl in-house for, really, for Blood Blockade. Really, it was just Blockade. between you two because I knew that I would never get to work on that one. So, And and I think Keith just was wondering if he could just well, go in and... The implication was I might over. be taking all the good projects, so I had to... All of our projects are good projects, <laughs> The thing Andrew. is, the reason that we all hired Keith was so that he could manage a chunk of projects that you didn't have time for, and instead you're just like, no, they're all mine. And you're just it's like, like it's, I don't know, it's like... Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we, we we had to inflate the paddling pool, fill it with oil. We wrestled, and that's how we decided who would get what project. Yeah. And the loser coming got... soon to DVD <laughs> <laughs> as an extra yeah. on unnamed projects for the future. Yeah. <laughs> the Easter egg you never wanted. You got to go into the, you got to go into the into the settings menu on one option. Just go left, left, right, right, right. <laughs> oh, I see. Your kids yeah, yeah. extra. It's actually just spliced in the ending credits. <laughs> or half of the film, like Fight Club. <laughs> oh, that'd be horrible. Oh yeah, a five minute subliminal scene. That's <laughs> yes. not how it works. <laughs> you never saw that. Was... Yeah. So, anime. That's yeah. what we do. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's been a very, very busy time. We are gearing up for MCM Glasgow Comic Con, which by the time you guys are hearing it, is this coming weekend. It's going to be a very, very busy weekend. We've got lots and lots of stuff planned for the event. We've also got some very special guests coming over from Japan. Mm-hmm. We have Katomi Dei and Hiroshi Shimizu coming over from Wit Studio. Actually, to talk about Rolling Girls quite a bit. It's yeah. very, very topical because they both yes. worked on the project. Katomi Dei was the director of Rolling Girls. And our other guest, Mr. Shimizu, was the motorcycle designer, if I'm correct. He, he's the animation director. Um, he did design the uh, motorbikes um, for that, but he's also uh, animation director. Mm. So he's um, both really, really heavily involved with the series, so it'll be a really great opportunity to meet um, some really kind of great and talented people involved in a really good show. And also other works that they've been involved with as well. Yeah, if you go to, yeah. go to our blog, go to MCM's website, of course, our website, blog.alltheanime.com. Check out our recent news wires. We've highlighted what they've been involved with. Some really, really cool titles they've been involved yeah. with. They've, they've worked together before as well. This isn't their first project they've worked together. Um, 
and uh, yeah, shows like Silver Spoon, and um, they both have worked with uh, <coughs> Shinichiro Watanabe on uh, Kids uh, Kids on the Slope mm. and Samurai Shampoo, especially Kotomi Dei. So um, yeah, a really really great opportunity to to meet a couple of like renowned. Um, yeah. Anime and for those who can't make it, I'm pretty certain we're going to be be on hand to to do some recording, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to try and get some stuff underway, so you can expect some content following MCM Glasgow. Hopefully, relatively quickly. It's going to be a bit of a packed month, yeah. but uh, but we're going to work on it as soon as we can. But we've got some cool things lined up in general, content-wise. And I know a bunch of you guys enjoyed the Q and A with Kenji Kamiyama that we were uploading from the BFI 009 Re Cyborg European Premiere. If you guys were enjoying that, we've got some other things in the pipeline, so you can expect more content, but actually specifically from us, rather than us getting footage from the BFI and whatnot. Which we're really grateful for, by the way. That worked out really well. But you can expect more of that in the coming weeks and months. And going back to Rolling Girls, if you've not had a chance to check it out yet, you can watch the entire series for free at Viewster.com right now. Tell us about it, Cap. What do you like about it? I was a little bit disappointed that they weren't on roller skates. Oh, I'm sorry. Did they get on roller skates at some point? Um, well, I'm almost finished it. Where am I? Like, what are you? Where am I? What am I doing here? Yeah. But based on what you've watched, Kat, how would you try and describe it to someone? What Rolling Girls is? Oh, um, Keon meets not roller skates. Not roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When I watched the first episode, it had like kill, like not uh, on the extravagant level of Kill the Kill, but the animation style is definitely like Kill the Kill in terms of pacing and the action. Studio with, of course, of Attack on Titan fame, the upcoming Empire of Corpses, which will be screening at Scotland's animation. I'm very excited for Empire of Corpses. Um, yeah, no, it's really good animation style and that. It's very colourful and it is incredibly cute to watch as well. But if you like Keon, definitely give it a it's go. It's kind of unusual, isn't it? It's not quite like Keon, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's, like... it's, like, it's not quite like Keon in terms of, like, um, it's not just like high school hanging out, starting a band kind of thing. They actually is just like it's more like a gang, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a gang of girls that travel around. Basically, what is it? Basically, Japan has been divided into all these like provinces, and um, each one is represented by a best, which is like a sort of fighter, and then um, and then the rest are sort of like groupies that support them. So sometimes when. I think when they clash in that, best fight each other for control over territory and things. And one of the the best gets severely injured, and then that's when our main character goes out to complete all the sort of letters, like fulfill the letters and asks that she has received, like in her place. So it's kind of pretty much that. But each like it's quite, it's like obviously every part of Japan is different, like yeah. it's different influences. So it's like it's one theme around a giant teapot. There's I have not I don't think I've got that one yet. There's Sorry. one where it's um the I think it's like near the capital. It's all based on cosplay, and it's like a sort of <laughs> merchandise capital, mm. and it's all meant to be like you know just all the shops and manga and all that. So what's the fight there? And um well oh no it's I don't want to spoil it. It's quite good that one. Um, well I'll tell you something. I was actually going to watch it this weekend. You sold me on it. Yeah so. and oh yeah they have these like wish stones like these little heart sheet stones that fall from the sky and that's what gives them power and stuff. Yeah. But um. Like one girl wants to collect them all in that. But anyway, there's like another part of Japan where it's based on like one part of the the province is like based on rock, like concerts, and then the other is more traditional, like yukatas and like mm. sort of 
like, and the style is amazing because in that section it's all watercolour paintings for the backgrounds and it's like more traditional just to represent what it looks like and things and yeah it's very visually stunning and it's a good story and there's just there's one as well where it's just all based on racing cars and that where they have like epic races yeah but yeah it's all very like obviously if you're savvy of like Japanese culture this is kind of like a yeah. more colourful representation of it it's been on my watch list for ages being not one of like art titles it, like it is one of my list of things to watch because I am quite a fan of Studio Wits work. It's that on your stars, radar. The star's really cool. And when it comes to MCM Glasgow, there's going to be the guest of honour panel. We believe Saturday lunchtime, Mitch Kerry. Yeah, uh, two thirty to three thirty is the panel, and then there'll be a signing session afterwards um, from four to five thirty. So um, a, yeah, free a free signing, signing session. session. Yeah. Uh, and there'll also be a signing session on the Sunday uh, from 1 to 2.30, I believe. We'll definitely confirm this, um, but yeah, that, that looks like it should be it. So definitely come to the panel. It's usually very, very interesting. And um, they will both be on the panel, and it'll be hosted by um, some dude called Andrew Partridge. Don't know who he is. actually the worst. Yep. But yeah. HR so would like to speak with you immediately, Kerry. <laughs> Does it have my P45? <laughs> They said, some, into a they said there were some documents prepared for you. <laughs> um, so yeah, so definitely come along. Uh, it's a really, really great chance to to, um, to see these guys, and then there'll be a signing afterwards. So um, if you don't have anything for them to sign, do not fear. We usually provide signing cards as well. We do, in fact, in this case as well, provide yes. signing cards. <laughs> but usually employees. Well, I was going to say, the, the um, way I was being said. Employees that, like, Kerry's going to leap so. up from behind the signing table yeah. going, Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> no. Oh. Um, yeah. So, yeah, took him along. It'd be yeah. awesome. And there will also be an anime limited panel, we believe, on the Sunday, but we're waiting to get confirmation on that. And there will also be the inaugural Scotland Loves Anime panel at MCM Glasgow as well. Details on that during this coming week before the event. Speaking of Scotland Loves Anime, I wonder how many people listening are coming along. Yes, if you are, tweet us. And at Loves Animation while you're at it. Do both. Yeah. Do both. I mean, like, there might be some, like, uh, by the time this, this goes out and such, there might be some also cool news coming at the weekend. As well, for those of you who can't make it to Scotland Loves Anime, perhaps. There's, um, you know, Scotland's not that scary. It's really nice up here. Yeah, we've actually that's something which has irritated me in the last week. Actually, <laughs> like, let's go it's there. Let's far. let's go there with this. It's like, like it's We're going like, there. No, no, it's like I've been looking at like I've been looking at the this, me and Jeremy obviously look at the SLA Twitter as well, obviously to help push things. Given I've roped him into to volunteering to help me with it. Cats out the bag, but like not, not cats out the bag, but well, no, get back in your sack. Okay, I did Does this smell of chloroform to you, cat? <laughs> Look at cats. <laughs> Look at cats. Face of horror. Pretending so. I passed out already. It's okay. Yeah, it's just for me. Anyway, you know, like, what we're, we're going to get through a week without a complaint to HR. <laughs> that is not this week. I think we don't have anyone. HR is a party pooper anyway. Delete. <laughs> but, but anyway, anyway, yeah. um, like, and the thing we, we did spot like is a lot of people saying. Oh, um, that feeling realizing Love Live isn't screening in the UK. We geographical factoid yeah. for you. While I I like your support, while I like your support for Scottish independence, no new referendum has been announced yet. So Scotland, the last I checked, was still very much a part of the UK. Yeah. So really, what you mean is it's not being screened in England just now. Oh. 
shots fired. Which, like, well, it's true. It's a mere geographical yeah. correction here. And, like, it's... It, like, I, I understand the pain. It is a fair way to travel. Like, yeah. Scott Love's anime is a fair way to travel, especially if... But it'd be easy, because you're running an event, to go, well, why aren't you willing to travel that far? Such, mm-hmm. It's a way to go for one film. You know, if it was just mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z, for example, mm-hmm. say... And it was screening, let's say it wasn't screening at the amazing amount of cinemas it is for that. And a well done to everyone at mm. the, the the manga team for that, or manga slash animatsu soon to be manga matsu now. With their powers With combined. Their powers combined, <laughs> they will become. But no, like, um, like, really what they've done is really impressive there, but it only works for a limited subset of films. Mm-hmm. You know, that, like, Attack on Titan related property stuff normally. Um, and you can try and amp it, but you need for the newer properties stuff like Empire of Corpses. You need to spend a lot of money on advertising to make it work. And who knows, there might be something for that later down the line mm. next year. Mm. But like, it, it's not that it, it's it's not an easy ride just because you have a film like Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. But when it does well in the USA as well, it helps open doors in the UK, mm-hmm. for example. And it is a film which really deserved a wide a wide reach but the thing is like there's a lot of films which don't get that stuff like Love Live stuff like not really Empire of Corpses I'm pretty sure that will go go other places but stuff like it, Alice it and Hannah it is a different cast of fish though yeah, entirely stuff like Alice and Hannah stuff like like even like uh, we've got Animator Expo you know you couldn't screen like that amount of shorts especially for ones like Me 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 for example <laughs> easily on like steady Kerry steady no. um, <laughs> big grin on Kerry's face at this point uh, of horror, <laughs> but no, um, but like basically, yeah. Like I mean, you couldn't do that with a lot of, of properties. You certainly couldn't go for width and bread for the UK with that kind of thing. So, if you're looking for something like Love Live, it's a good excuse, for example, to come and experience a film festival environment. Mm-hmm. Like it's like because it's a chance to see all of the films you would like. And enjoy Edinburgh is a really nice city, for example. So is Glasgow actually, but Edinburgh has a large number of films. You know, larger number of films. Yeah. So if you're going to travel, Edinburgh has historically made sense because you can pick and choose a lot more film mm. over the space of the weekend. You know, for example, it's like there's eight films on Saturday, like and Sunday between them, and there's like another two, three films. There's three films on the Friday, for example. Mm. So you really have a choice between about like eleven films total, like on it, and it's like it's. It's a long weekend, there are worse things you could do and you can actually still think because not every film is realistically going to be for you mm. but you can enjoy the films you want even we sit in for films actually as well I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely going to well, Empire of Corpses for example we're screening only about a week after it airs in Japan it comes out on the 7th in Japan I think Sec- either the 2nd or the 2nd, s- sorry we're screening it on the... 10th or 11th, so just over a week after it airs in Japan. You can't get much closer to a I Japanese mean, release though. You that. really can't get much closer than that. And, like, while it is a European premiere, actually, in fact, I believe you'll find an outside, like, an outside of Japan premiere. Um, and it's, and, like, honestly, I've, like, I've seen the pre-final videos. We're, we're like, we're working on making the, the cinema print for it in the next week or two. It's amazing mm. as a piece of film. Um, and, like, it's a chance to not only watch it first, but let's not beat around the bush about this. Like, it's very rare you get good quality pirate versions of films 
the film, which has been up until now the main way to watch it. There are no simulcasts of films, mm-hmm. so you have to wait mm-hmm. the six months until the Blu-ray or DVD in Japan comes out. And we break down that barrier. I mean, that's it's mm-hmm. a chance for you to see it as it was intended, at a reasonable price. Uh, film festivals, by and large, like operate on having to sell at a reasonable price, mm-hmm. and to enjoy it with friends, you know. It's, it's interesting actually talking about travelling up to the film festival because Kerry and I actually did a little bit of a talking research on it it is actually possible for anyone who really wants to come and see Love Live it is possible to make it a day trip if you really wanted to we kind of investigated prices from flights you know, from London think, and stuff it can be the, done it would be a bit mm, of a pain it's yeah. yeah. a bit pricey SLA, but it's doable the thing with SLA is that um, while travelling for a film festival is a bit much um, for, for anybody even if it was in London um it, try we try our best, or Andrew tries his best to try to create um, a weekend where there there is more than one thing you'll want to see, or more than one thing you'll be interested in. So it's always worth a trip. And Scotland is cheap for and this- England, and like it's always a good time. Um, uh, so yeah, it's definitely worth the, the, the visit because and there are more than one films like that that will be really interesting to see. There's lots of tasty places to eat as well in Edinburgh. So many, so, you know. so There's a Nando's across from the cinema for one thing. Oh, Jeremy. Need, need a cheeky Nando's. Jeremy, yeah, bringing the cheeky like, Nando's into this. The top Horizons, there's a lot of like yeah. there's a lot of local yeah. places. Glasses. I was saying from the the way I look at it from the perspective of if you've got what is it four movies in one day and you're planning to go and see all four, you need something. You've literally got an option right across the street and there's a couple other places as well if you around. can take also, the time oh sorry sorry I was just going to say that uh, local Scottish beers um, if you stay away from you know your usual stuff it's pretty pretty amazing mm. so definitely like I have been enjoying the beer since yes, I it is. Oh, yes. <laughs> we know Keith you're holding one I, right not, now I'm they can't see it but I, just, have, you tried, have you tried Williams Brothers stuff? yeah so good. Don't don't hold it like we're not we're not, not for children easy. here. <laughs> sure, 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 we're, class. we're not. No, no, like, I just like I wasn't sure. It's was, like yeah. I'm not trying to make an ad for Williams Brothers beer. Oh, yeah. but they make really really good beers. Like, I love like, well, like definitely so. It we're not we're not sponsored by you, you can move the crate of Williams yeah. Brothers beers away from <laughs> your desk but anyway and the sponsor no. letter on your desk <laughs> like, um, no 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 like, if, I keep, it, if I keep mentioning here. Nando's will I get a Nando's black card no no oh, well. uh, but no more importantly than Nando's actually for people who are interested in like Japanese food as well like mm. what are the odds being interested in anime and Japanese food mm. worth noting like as like someone who does do the, the leap between like Tokyo and the UK a lot You'll find there's a place on Rose Street, or just off Rose Street actually, which is about, I'd say it's about 10-15 minutes walk away from the film house called um, Hatakaya. I think it is. Hatakaya. Yeah, it's Hatakaya. It does um, probably the best, well, I'm certain it does the best ramen in Scotland. It's so good. Um, like, if you go as far as, as south as like maybe like London, direct, well, certainly as far as London, uh, like there are like, places which certainly compare. But like in Scotland, there is nowhere else which does it as authentically. I, I'm willing for people to email me and say I am wrong, and I will happily see the comparative evidence. <laughs> um, it means you will happily have to come to Edinburgh to try it. But um, well, now that you've ensured that we will never get a table in there, ever again. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's a very small <laughs> No, it's a it's a very small place, but it does proper like proper ramen using the correct broth the correct type of noodles oh. the correct options the nitamago eggs oh, I'm actually quite hungry I'm going to sound really peckish now I uh, still remember you... what the broth tastes like and I'm just like tears yeah. in cats like ramen girl it's just basically that proper like you know that you're having broth, a dandy moment with that, that yeah. you know that proper fatty broth mm-hmm. it's just almost mm-hmm. like butter but yeah. not yeah 
I said butter properly, I'm happy. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but there so we good. go. She spent so much time around people who are not from Scotland <laughs> oh, now. Don't say that. But she's evolving I'm, to proper no, English. I just don't want to say butter. <laughs> That's all. Butter. Okay. Butter. Sorry. That's yeah, the little, laps back cap. Little, little dairy tangent. There's there. a double but, T. <laughs> yeah, there's two T. Putting the yeah. butt. I, I always remember at school, that's how my teacher. Uh, in, in an English class, I think, or it might have been an acting class, said, look, you really need to enunciate properly, Jeremy. <laughs> Remember? And she's... No, I know, right? And then, which... And then she said, like, perfect example. Butter has two T's. Pronounce both of them. T-T. And I just went, how do you pronounce both of them in butter? But. It's like, well, butter. It's like, do you actually say that in a sentence? No, but it's beside the point. At which point a giant debate started and nothing got done in that, in that particular class. It's okay to see Bob. Oh, you were that kid in class, huh? Oh, oh no. Shot my mom shut you down. That's a streetwater <laughs> comment right there. Forget flashing up in your face. In the acting world, you can debate about anything. But anyway. yeah, and you can no, turn it into, an, into an acting on, on the topics at hand, I did notice as well, um, like it will be public knowledge as well, I think Amazon has maybe mailed people already. Thinking of debating oh, 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 anything. We're to our own product news now. No, well, I thought we'd talk a little bit about our product. Oh, yeah, well, I was going to say. I'm happy to go it. back to talk about other people's products. Well, I was I'm really first, enjoying well, Phantom Pain right now. Well, well first of all, I will say this. Really Don't forget, though, guys, SLA is the UK premiere of Miss Hokusai, and Keiichi Hara will be in attendance, the director of the film, mm-hmm. in, in the Glasgow screen. He will be there, and it's a really, really cool opportunity to get to see the UK premiere. So if you're in the area, do come along to it. It's going to be well worth it. We may have a wee bit of a surprise for Edinburgh as well. I'm waiting to hear back from the... You'll note we've not announced a guest yet there. There's a special reason for that. And I'm waiting to get some sign-off on the it's guest. It's Andrew! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, festival director Andrew Partridge! <laughs> They've let him out of the home. Yeah, just like a parade <laughs> float comes down the middle of the... It's Andrew's the alter ego, Curry Man. <laughs> curry Man. Curry no, Man um, like... the. It'll be interesting if it turns out to be be possible. I'm sure there'll be a lot of questions from from people for this guest. So I would strongly recommend being in Edinburgh, particularly on the Friday evening. Well, just like hang outside the. <laughs> you know, like, well, I'd advise you buy tickets for a well, film as well. I mean, oh. but like uh, if, so if that's that's what Cat does. Whoa. Actually, speaking of SLA, so what are people looking forward to like this time? I mean, on on a personal level. Cheating a bit because I've seen Miss Hawkeye already, so I I discl- like I exclude that one because I I've seen it and I love it already, but I'm really looking forward to to Empire of Corpses, yeah. um, which I think all of us are to be quite honest. Mm. Um, I think out of all the films in the lineup, I don't know how this has happened. I think that's actually the one I know least about. I don't know why, just because everything else that well, going I've got on your what we're dealing ticket with. For it, so you no, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. But it's interesting because sometimes, and this is what I've done with previous SLA. Sometimes I've just gone into a film not really knowing. Yeah. Because mm. sometimes I just like to go in and almost treat like it like a mystery. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like without, that too. Without a preconceived notion, and Me. I mean, it, from a personal point of view, and obviously, if people were at SLA last year or the year before, I think it was one or two and who have heard me ramble on about Dragon Ball Z in the past, you know I'm looking forward to Resurrection F because I'm just a kid, a Dragon Ball kid at heart. But when it comes to another film on the lineup, more just out of curiosity because I've only seen the first season and the season two's never actually had any kind of simulcast, so I'm wondering how it's going to follow on. 
and uh, I think Kat can probably echo this as well Psychopaths the movie I'm really interested yes. in just because that entire universe is so cool and yeah. I really want to see how it translates to the big screen no, don't like Kat there's another film you're looking forward to in the oh, lineup. What? no it, it didn't hit me packing your bags no no I was going to say oh. Madoka Magica oh yeah the third one I'm mm. really excited about that well, the only place in the UK to be screening it on the big screen yeah. so it might be it might be an oldie in this case by this stage but it's still worth I've not seen it. Actually, 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 I really want to see that as well. Do you know what? In fairness, I'm just going to call a spade a spade, Andrew. This entire lineup is really good freaking lineup, good. Yeah, yeah let's try and basically pick out spend most of your time in the cinema, so... Mm. Although there's also the Ghost in the Shell movie, which I'm very curious mm. about, because I've only the seen... The new movie. Yeah, sorry, Ghost in the Shell, oh. the new movie, which I've only seen the first two arise, borders, parts, however they're phrased, like, I forget. Uh, it got a rise so, out of me. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Stuck your good party last night. <laughs> last year was obviously a good classic. So yeah, I'm, I'm so very curious about that as well. But, uh, yeah. but Keith, what about you? Uh, there's, there's actually three I'm quite interested Whoa, it's in. Spot for choice. Yeah, I know. Uh, Want to get my sci-fi fix with Ghost and Expelled from Paradise because mm. that looks oh, pretty yeah, interesting. Oh yeah, that one does look good. Can it like does look good. Mecca meets the Wild West. I'm, I'm just going to say this because I realised this went to print before I. I had thought about things. It does say where it was provided by on it, which is a, a small company called a. Oh, what is that, Keith? I can't read it here. What can you? Mean, can, can you I read it for me? Anime Limited. Anime Limited. Who are those guys? Oh. I've never heard of them. Sound like oh, jerks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that's like uh, why not. Like, let the world... Like, there's no point... It, it would be the world's most disappointing announcement if we were expecting a surprise at this stage. <laughs> no, I think we're pretty good to do it in Scotland, but heck, let's do it now. Why not? Yeah. Well, I think why not? I, I say do it in Scotland at MCM Scotland, because we're already in Scotland. <laughs> oh, if only it was screening... Do it in, in Scotland. Only if it was screening in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, but anyway, to the point, though. To the point. Yeah, to the point. Sorry, Keith, you were saying? Well, no, I was just saying, yeah, my sci-fi fix. Looking forward to that as well. And the third one purely because I'm hoping I will finally get a sense of closure because there's a bit of a story with this one is years ago when Toonami were uh, still showing anime <laughs> they, they, they used to do this thing at the weekends where they would show an entire Dragon Ball saga yep. so being a student one day I decided I'm going to watch through the entire Freezer saga oh my god <laughs> so 16 hours <laughs> with my other housemates getting more and more horrified as they came downstairs during the day and I'm still there with ad breaks with ad breaks it'd yeah. probably be the lack of pants which is the issue oh, but yeah 16 hours and you know I deal, still didn't see him properly die and guess what he's still not sodding well dead so I'm hoping I will finally get some proper closure because oh. maybe this film will be the one that finally puts him to bed but yeah. knowing Dragon Ball probably not <laughs> Oh man, I remembered watching the Saiyan saga in one day, and I thought that was hard. I say hard in the perspective of, you know, it's quite a lengthy chore. Andrew, stop making that face. I don't know what you mean. You... <laughs> well, I, saying, I, I wasn't actually particularly fami too familiar with how Dragon Ball worked when I first watched the uh, Freezer saga, so I was like, why are they taking so long? <laughs> you have five minutes before the planet explodes. 10 episodes later. Oh, love it. <laughs> love it. But yeah, I'm hoping uh, Resurrection F will give me some kind of closure, or at least the satisfaction of seeing him die in beautiful modern animation mm. styles. There's it, it, a very, very, very off-tangent thing, but one of the things I'm, I'm particularly excited to see how they integrate it, and also to how it fits into the context of the film, is the fact that one of my favourite Japanese bands, Maximum the Hormone, have provided the main theme to the film, which is simply called F. 
Because F you, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm really, it's going to be really cool to see that be a part of the film. Even if it's just in the opening credits, if there's like a big title treatment s- sequence with it, I can't wait. I wonder if they realise how hard that makes it to find their music anyway, like, when you what, name ma- it by one letter. Oh, I thought you meant Maximum the no, Hormone, no, no, so that's no, pretty no, unique. No, no, Maximum the Hormone is fine, but if you're like, oh, what was the song called in Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F? F. Oh, just search for... Oh, wait, no, wait, no. <laughs> Apparently, it's a letter in the alphabet. For that. Thanks, Google. But no. you know, <laughs> today so, I learned. What are you looking forward to, Kat? Um, well, the Madoka movie, and um, Expelled from Paradise, and probably Alice and Hannah as well. Um, probably not going to see the Attack on Titan live action, because it's not really my thing. Kind of horror pack to you? Yeah, I'm not not a horror fan, especially like gory no, stuff. Oh, you weren't a fan of PT on PlayStation. No, I, I hid in the kitchen while it was being played. Um, what else? Anime or Expo? Yeah, Anime to Expo is probably mm. my oh, number yeah. one choice. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. As well. um, That's going to yeah. be good. It's, Short, I mean, short film is so. I, I think I've said this on the last few podcasts. Short film is so difficult to do for anime because it's a it's a work of love. Like a kind of a labor of love, rather, I guess. Um, uh, like it's not financially well rewarded ever. In fact, there's a bunch of shorts I would kill to get a hold of from people like Production IG, for example, which they did mostly as either commercials or, or things. In fact, if you search for it, search, I think it's like Murphy's and Samurai, you'll get an amazing short done by the same people who did Blood the Last Vampire, but an advert for an agency for Murphy's Irish Stout. Um, <laughs> Where so that's exactly what I thought it was. Exactly <laughs> what I it was. Uh, um, so yeah, it's incredible as a piece of short, a short film. But like the the thing about animated X, which makes it so amazing, it's basically like uh, it, it's like putting the banner on from the people who should be making Evangelion 4.0, but otherwise <laughs> occupied just now. But like the, the amazing thing about it is, it's what Kara do with it. They're basically given a budget per episode, a guest director's brought in, ranging from the talents of, like, Yasuhiro Yoshiura, who's done two shorts, actually, one which was covered on io9 pretty recently, um, and, like, a range of other, like, uh, basically a range of other directors, who, like, um, like, ranging from, I'm trying to think who else was in it, actually, like, because there was a lot of directors. Mahiro Maeda, director of Evangelion 3.0, among other things. Uh, but Gankutsu are coming out from us, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a lot of interesting CG directors as well, um, like the like basically involved as well, which is amazing. Um, but basically, it's just like a collection of really good shorts put together. I'm like the chance to see them on big screen is really rare. I mean, they've screened in other places, so it's screened in like Japan Expo in Paris, um, somewhere in the UK as well. I forget it was another event. Um, again there but they've screened like in the UK but not in a theatrical venue and that's what I'm excited about mm-hmm. is being able to actually show it in a cinema in a way I know from some of the directors who I've spoken to they were actually intended to be theatrical as well kind of they, they went into it thinking cinematically some of them so it'll be some amazing and yes like I think I've said before that Me 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 is playing <laughs> so it's quite the wild card though the animator expo in general just because there are so many different shorts and they'll vary in what they're about well, and that's the joy of shorts though isn't it because mm. for yeah. everyone you don't like there'll probably be at least one other that you well, will yeah. yeah the times that I've been in Annecy 
they they have a lot of like the shorts in competition and all that and it's like you'll go in screen and there's about 10 shorts mm. in a row and they're always just so different to each other so things like mix. Yeah, yeah so things like anime expo no, it's just pick and mix. animator expo is just really appealing because it's like you'll get something different every time mm. you're not gonna get bored of watching the same thing so. It was kind of like what short piece ended up being when it was a mystery film last year, wasn't it? Yeah, no, yeah that just was because exactly. that, that short. That's what I noticed like, that when you're in a cinema and it was also the last film of the film festival, so yeah. it was it was something quite different in a way and quite nice to have more short bursts of things. But with this, it's gonna be so many different shorts. Your yeah. you, your yeah. attention's gonna be going in so many different ways. It, it, I reckon it would be a really enjoyable theatrical experience. Yeah, I, I was mean, really bummed out I missed that because I wasn't around for the well, Edinburgh weekend. You'll be here this weekend. I will. But like, basically, the yeah, like, there's a lot of really cool stuff actually mm-hmm. lined up. To be honest, it's it's really packed this year. Like, it is. I'm 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 looking forward to seeing some films as well, though, which would be a nice change for me. I've delegated now to a point where I can not relax, but I can at least sit tense in the cinema screen. <laughs> I will. We've mentioned Love Live, and I think it's worth bringing up again. But I'm very interested to see it because I've watched some of the some of the first season. I think it's the first four or five episodes, and I enjoyed watching it. But because it's become such a, a phenomenon, like particularly in Japan, it's basically a global phenomenon now from yeah. that perspective, like world domination almost. I'm really curious to watch it as a standalone film, just to kind of see how it comes across, and and also to gauge people's reactions in the cinema as to whether they're really happy with it and how yeah. it translates. Just because it's had so much attention on it. It's, it's one of those ones where it'll be interesting to see how it goes. And it's selling very... I can tell you the ticket sales are very good just now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's likely to sell out, so I'd strongly advise buying a ticket in advance. Um, interestingly as well, but one thing, thinking of mystery film, actually, that's something which did come up for. A lot of people have asked, where is the mystery film this year? <laughs> we were looking forward to a mystery film. It was my favourite part last year. I'm like... We just had so many good films this year that it felt <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean, what we do for mystery films, we try and do something which is again very cool, but it's like it's always a, a it's it, it's a dice roll every time. We're always concerned we might, like we might, people get like you always get for every five people who love it as a mystery film go and take the risk. There's always one person or two people, quite often two people, to to every five who are like, oh, if I'd known it was this film. I would have come, like, come to see it, you know, but because I didn't, I like, yeah, I didn't. So it was a difficult call this year. There will be, we've, there's actually so much film this year. There's going to be in probably some special events later in the year, at, like in the SLA venues, like which will be more mystery orientated, and you will be in for a real treat when we do that. Actually, so I would strongly recommend keeping your eyes open for those too. But for now, this is like such a massive lineup of mm-hmm. film that. You know, you're going to enjoy it, I think, anyway. Just such Sorry, a packed line. I mean, you know, there's obviously some of the films we've not mentioned, like there's Boruto and, Nar- and the last Naruto, the movie. Yeah. Those in themselves, I'm very curious to see because I've, I've not read to the end of Naruto yet. I'm still trying to catch up amongst everything else that I'm doing. Yeah. But sort of just wondering how they're going to come across and is it almost just give you like a brand new start and it'll continue uh, from there? Boruto of a movie. I've always known as Bad Dad of the... Uh, <laughs> uh, Naruto, Bad Dad in action. 
a not bad dad in a funny kind of I mean, like jackass way. How, how bad dad are we talking? Are we talking Gendo Ikari bad dad? <laughs> I, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think the horror is I think we are talking borderline Gendo Ikari oh. bad. I, like by the sounds of it, Boruto is it's like, very. Son, un- I had no father, so yeah. I'm sure you'll be fine if you go off on your own. <laughs> maybe, maybe he would love him if he wasn't such a whiny little bitch. Uh, oh. But Shinji, not like yeah, Boruto. Shinji. Boruto's. Yeah, no, I mean Shinji. Shinji's whiny because of his dad. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, like, uh, he's not daring himself. Yeah, but did you ever see that little? Uh, the there's a uh, shot from one of the mangas yeah. that somebody's edited online. It's just that it's a flashback where Gendo's looking down at little Shinji in in his car. Oh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Shinji getting the robot. Get Shinji. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking when you were saying, oh, it's good to go and see a film that you've not, like, you oh know, going with it any knowledge. And then I was just looking at you thinking, oh, Evangelion. Kerry did one, two, and three. Kerry did one, two, and three last year. And like that. Oh, boy. You were asking me about it, and I was like, I really don't know how to, where to yeah. begin when explaining boy, to Boy, was that a, an experience. Yeah. Like, like, on, on the plus that. side, though, like, the oh, first, yeah, when I first stuff. joined Anime Limited and the first time I went to um, SLA, I went to go see Fuse and had no clue about anything about the film. And I just sat in with a wee bit of a hangover, I have to admit. Okay. And it was actually really, really enjoying, uh, enjoyable, and I had a really good time. So, <laughs> yes, it can be Fuse style, wow, I'm surprised and enjoyed this, um, or it can be Carrie Watch's Evangelion, which, uh, yeah. You like the first two of them. Yeah. Well, so there we go. Uh, you know, you're basically like every other Evangelion fan now. now. I, I've still yet to see the <laughs> third one yet. Yeah, you're still basically like every other Ava fan, Kerry. Now. Most of them would say one and two were, were good, and then would be like, we've, then they're angry. We've we've molded Kerry into the perfect. You basically, Kerry is now conforming. I resist. <laughs> I resist. And yet you obey the conformity rules. I, I actually personally like Evangelion 3.0. So uh, come at me. <laughs> well, no, I I, I, enjoy I enjoyed it as well. well. We won't spoil anything for, yeah, for Jeremy we'll here. Well, no, it won't spoil it. Won't spoil anything. But because uh, because the first two films are mostly retreading stuff familiar with from yeah. the original series. Bar Mari being involved. Yeah, Bar yeah. Mari. Like, uh, but I'm, I'm I've. You know, because mm. watched Evangelion back in the day, it's something I'm so familiar with that anything that confused me when I first watched it, you know, I long since yeah. know about. Mm. So I saw the third film, and it was just like I'd forgotten what it was like to watch Evangelion and not have a damn clue what yeah. is going <laughs> I on. Know, I, I, I love it. I mean, I, all of them, you're just like, what? If you ask me, as yeah. someone who's, like, am I still drunk? As someone who's watched the TV series as well, etc., I feel that this set, like, they're not. I I doubt they will reach the the heights they did with Evangelion 2.0, which was right. like this perfect mix, like really perfect mix. I feel of like what the TV series represented in that particular mm-hmm. chunk. They were yeah. the the time period they were covering because it was very different overall thematically and such. But the same time period they were covering and such, and the same base marker points, and like it just reached this beautiful apex at the end of that yeah. film. It all made mm-hmm. sense, and then it all made sense, and it was all coming together. <laughs> um, like the reason I love three is it does go off in a different direction. It does. It, it feels like, like if he remade. If he yeah. did started like had the idea of even getting yeah. it and made it in our time now, yeah. that's what three kind of feels like. Yeah. Three seems to be setting up a lot of stuff. I will yeah. wait to see yeah. if it delivers on the a culmination. Payoff. Yeah. But that's yeah, like, the idea he's just never gonna let it go and we're gonna be in like it'll be like Final Fantasy, like yeah. 
Evangelion, uh, like, ten. I, I don't know, you, you could criticise, <laughs> but look at the Western comics industry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah. I mean, it is fascinating to me. Like, it, as a whole, it is very fascinating, and I am a... But anyway, yeah, like, I mean, like, it, like yes. It was nice to see it on film. Mm. I, I have to admit, like, that's yeah, really... 35 mil like as well. We did one yeah. and two in 35 mil, which was amazing. It cost a bomb to bring the reels over, but that was that was worth that's it. That's a special by treat. That's something you don't get to see very <laughs> Just often. Like, these For the price of a shipping, <laughs> I expected it to be. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was UPS. But, <laughs> oh, um, was at least delivered by a whiny teenager. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the thing. I saw a great imagery of Evangelion recently, a medieval one, with uh, you know one of these guys, like the scribes, <laughs> pointing, like, um, like our old employee Tom Paxson sent me, it was like him... Uh, like an old scribe in like medieval style painting pointing at uh, someone bowing down and going get her thou self into thy golem Shinji <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh, yeah, as if a historical document I'm like whoever came up with that is I'm a gonna, genius I'm just gonna like recreate that and paint that on the wall in my flat before I move out <laughs> just like I'll just be like you know what I, was I must there not run away in. I must not run away <laughs> And secretly hope that they'll let you see our anime fans and then they can just keep it, it's fine. You'd be amazed when this <laughs> pops up. We've had, um, like, yes, people online, virtu- like, we're installing a massive, like, internet connection right now, like, Thank in God. the office. Like, it's going to take a little while to do, but it's, uh, it's a kind of industrial line where it's useful for, for what we do. Playing Destiny. But for anyone else. <laughs> Cat Sorry, wants what? to play Destiny on it. The rest of us, however, will we'll be also be playing. porn. Yeah. <laughs> so a good mix. A good no, mix. Yeah. HR will have things to say about that. Yeah, well, it will download it so fast that I won't actually have time to see it before HR it enters will my be brain. probably downloading cat videos, so it's fine. It's basically, fine. yeah. Uh, the, Dream cat videos. The, <laughs> the yeah, interest in it phone. for me, like the interest in it though, is that like basically the guy on the phone was like, the colleague, my colleague is like really jealous that I have the cocks. He says he's a huge anime and manga <laughs> fan and like he knows your company and such and like he's really he's really just he feels I should he should feels he should have been kind of I'm like well I'm uh yeah, how do you handle that when someone tells you that because I was like well I'm, Does he want to I'm sorry to hear that Does he, do you want to hand me over to him no, you should have just gone like, no, yes I'm kind of a big deal <laughs> I, I did actually get very angry like well I didn't do that exactly but I did get very angry with like a game over the telephone earlier about you were Destiny. very politely. I was politely angry, angry like, about it. Was, it. it was like, simmering rage. Like um, where scary. we point out that, like, basically, for anyone who hasn't isn't a fan of Destiny, they've Sorry, been uh, to give you the context. Tangent. They've not delivered this, like the, the collector's edition by post, like Andrew four days after release upset. date. I was very upset because I've been quite looking forward to playing. And had paid decent money for a pre-order. Any time which, over the next month. I know. Yeah. Yeah. To do this. I'm glad so. I didn't take time off work to play it. Yeah, because I was going to do that. It's like I know that yeah. my flatmate did that for Phantom Pain, and it paid off. Um, well, but, he did some proper hardcore research. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So, but, um, he researched where might might break the shipping date. And yeah, that. I was right. But it was perfect <laughs> timing, and then so had a per- what was it? Percy. 
yeah, like Thursday yeah. to Monday or something. Yeah. To just tank through this game. It was, it was a bit crazy. Anyway, yeah, I'm glad yeah. I didn't take that off for Destiny because sure as hell yeah. I don't have a copy right now. Pre-order so. is certainly not a pre-order in their eyes. No, shame on you, game. Be beware. Shame. From our eyes and our web shop. <laughs> no, no. But from yeah, yeah like nice. so um, you might like transferring <laughs> seamless effort. transferring yeah, from a seamless transfer from my rant. Um, no, like. Definitely, one thing people have noticed who like quite significant number of people who pre-ordered Tokyo Ghoul on Blu-ray is it slipped by one whole week, um, which I like. I think is worth covering as a reason. The honest, the honest truth of the matter, like, is um, the initial disc labeling was based off the French discs we we used, and obviously since we partnered with Funimation in this case to use like to make English discs uh, just because it just worked out that way a lot easier for everyone um, the episode count shifted slightly so we caught this just as it was going to print the discs were going to print they were always the last thing to print um, and we caught it or managed to fix it on one of the two discs disc one of two disc two of two looks a little bit off as it'll have an extra episode or two on it that's not actually there but because disc one is correct like, people can rest easy, basically, from it. And we will probably course-correct that before we do a standard edition as well. Yeah. Cat's so shrugging it's not, it's at me. It's not that there's no, no, one no, episode sure. on the discs, it's just yeah, the labelling. Yeah, yeah. So this is, this is why, like, we hired Keith as well nowadays. This wasn't one of his projects. He's come in afterwards. But because we literally so busy now, it adds in an extra person to actually, like, in production, to look. Like, everything. Because not all... Like, basically what happens is there's... You get the final, like the final files, and sometimes like things, things go awry. It's not like sometimes things change. Yeah, we, we've sometimes got an, we've got change. an abacus on Keith's desk now, so he can just keep account. Because yeah, because yeah. though little things like that don't affect the content of the desk. Obviously, as as we're all fans, we appreciate it's really annoying. Oh, having yeah. these <laughs> little bits missing or not quite I'm right. I'm actually campaigning to just keep the disc like episode labeling um, wrong, just because I think it's become part no, of our brand. I think. Thank you, Kerry. Thank you. It's a nice like addition should, to the collector's edition. We should so. just keep it. No. Have on the disc just the word two. And then you can get a pen and write in <laughs> the correct numbers, and then yeah. that's it's, it's interactive. Yeah, just like you could. So like, maybe that's get around it. Just disc one and disc two. Just keep them blank. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but rest assured, we are we are working on our processes to try and. <laughs> there's always going to be errors somewhere, but uh, to minimise anything like this as much as possible, because we love you all. And we want you to have the best product possible. Yeah. Keith loves you all. We do, believe it or not. And we should also note the DVD version of Tokyo Ghoul is now going to be out on 28th of October. Just after MCM Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And those discs are fine. Uh, <laughs> interestingly, and as well, though, the... Like, actually, Tokyo Ghoul Collector's Edition has sold so well at this point, you're probably not looking at long until a... Uh, like, till the standard edition is done yeah. as well, actually. Mm. Um, like, if the, the collector's edition is really worth owning, actually, as well. It's a, a so nice beautiful. use of clear clear slipcase as well. Yeah. But It is a beautiful package. Um, Expect um, a preview on our website soon. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, oh, did, I, I know we've already talked about this internally, but I've actually forgotten the answer. We're going to have them still for MCM Scotland, yes. aren't we? Yeah. Tokyo yeah. Gold Collectors? Mm. Nice. Good. Cool. Right. I assume we're on to be the question for Oh, well, nearly. We should also make note that uh, that Fake Collideliner Prisma Ilia on Blu-ray is now going to be out on the 2nd of November. Yay. 
and, and, the, <laughs> and the final design has come out really well, Cat. People uh, really like it. I like me, the magical girls. <laughs> <laughs> of, which it, of which, if you're coming to MCM London, you may see more magical yeah, girls lurking about the Anime Limited stand. Oh, oh hell I yeah, I forgot about that. that. Yeah, so did you I. are going to see so much magic, it's going to blow your minds. <laughs> Whoa, steady um, David Blaine. Street, <laughs> streetwater style. Um, can I just briefly mention how yes. tickled I was by um, reading on the forums about the debate between who, who would buy Car Captor Sakura and who would buy um, Sailor Moon. Just because I mentioned Car Captor Sakura so much that you guys are just like thinking that we're either going to license it or, or it's just because no, yeah, discussion. does not represent the licensing. Yeah, yeah, disclaimer. But yeah, the discussion has warmed the cockles of my heart because, you know... I, I want a whiteboard now in the, the office that just has Sailor Moon on one side and Carcat's What's your latest debate, Cat? Oh yeah, I thought, I, no, I was just like, maybe I should just start mentioning another anime that I really like from now on instead of Carcat the Sakura. So I'm just going to talk about Lucky Star. Cool, okay. I'm just going to segue that in like mm-hmm. every so often now. So if you guys like Lucky Star, then good day for you. Let's face so. it, Kat, you like, you like <laughs> everything Kyoto animation, <laughs> don't you? Steven. Yeah. Uh, cat mentioning Lucky Star and saying good for yeah. you does not in no, any no, no, way no. mean that we have licensed Lucky Star. I just really like Lucky Star. I like how Star. Cat like, carries you know. like a parent. Yeah. Now sometimes Cat will <laughs> say cat things. Sometimes sometimes my daughter will say things, but she doesn't she mean doesn't them. Just like <laughs> no, Lucky Star is good. And now we move on to questions from the crowd, Huzzah! from the world of Facebook and Twitter. In no particular order. So, from Andy, is there any opportunity for you to acquire Ponycan USA titles for the UK release, specifically Sound Euphorium and Yuki Yuna? However, I have an addition to this, because Elliot then responded by saying, Addendum to Andy's question, would you possibly release Ponycan titles in a more wallet-friendly version? No. And then a further addendum to that from Latrophobia on Twitter was especially Sound Euphorium for exclamation marks good question um, I guess that one's for me the answer is we'd love to um, there are some titles which Pony Canyon I think has a lot of territory rights to that they're, they're looking to sub-license I think some ter- company like some titles they don't have they only have US rights because they bought them in a lot like what Aniplex USA has done, stuff like... Like, they've got shows where... Like, they're trying to license so they don't have All World, necessarily, for example. Like, stuff like God Eaters, Aniplex America especially, for example, you know? I think. In, the, in Japan, it is Bandai Visual, I want to say, for example. So di- you get differences sometimes. Um... I'm like I do like say, Sound Euphorium is one on my list to watch, and I'm sure it's on Cat's list actually. Likewise, given well, her sure. love of Kaon, for example, Kaon with a brass band sounds oh, like. That oh, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. You see, Cat <laughs> is the, the target market for I something. I have heard of its title before, so. So now she's gonna have to go look it up, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a list. I have quite a big pile of anime that I'm working my way through, so. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there we go, I guess. <laughs> Next question from Matthew. Will you be releasing any more releases with Digipacks? Yes. We've just stepped away from doing the big... big it's only for like the Ultimate Editions where we're experimenting right now, because you have to understand that when you make an Ultimate Edition, like the large Digipacks were very hit and miss. 
Like, mm-hmm. Grand Ligand didn't work, quite mm-hmm. frankly. The major- Like, too larger a number. It wasn't the majority, actually. That's not fair. But there was too much which could and did go wrong with that. Um, Patima, there was very little, actually, uh, in that sense. One or two. But, there were a few, yeah. Like, there were a few and enough for me to be worried. Uh, Giovanni's Island, actually, has been surprisingly A-OK. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't really want to start pushing it beyond that because I like I personally feel like there's way too much especially if the book is heavy or there's a lot of, of episodes for example like like Garen Legan the more episodes you have the more disc trays you need the more disc trays you have the more risk one won't glue down or someone won't leave it long enough so we're experimenting with other solutions the first was a regular sized edition that goes inside a kind of foam fitment which is really cool mm. but um, the problem with that is that it doesn't make sense really to use another rigid case because, like, especially something like for Mel Panic, which is three seasons, you we would have to really do a, a rigid case for each one. And if you do just a digi pack, it's gonna when you take it out of that foam fitment, sooner or later you're gonna fray one edge or something, and it won't be collectors anymore yeah, because it'll fall apart. It'll be on too you. snug, so the card yeah. will just get worn. So that's why we used amarays in that case. But when you look at it in context, it's encased in an amazing foam fitment and card, like that makes it feel premium. The only reason the cases are there is to store the discs in, you know. Like, they're not... Like, you can take them out and store them on your shelf separately if you want a consistency in height, which we thought was actually quite a cool feature because mm. we know there's a lot of people who like to have their discs in one place, but you might have the packaging elsewhere. This stops at ruining your your height of your DVDs, for example. But that's kind of the angle we were going with with it, basically, was kind of that, that logic. We might experiment with smaller run shows where you could do just one rigid case inside in a digi, like, but, but like, basically, we, like, in this case, because it was such a long-running show, it's seven Blu-rays long, for heaven's sake. Yeah. Um, which, may I add quickly, it's a reassertion, Film of Panic Second Raid isn't one BD-50, one BD-25, it's two BD-50s, so apologies for any concerns I have caused. I, I saw some amazingly good conspiracy theories of, oh, they're trying to skimp us on cash, how dare they for an ultimate edition? No. <laughs> Calm your tits. It's all right. <laughs> you can censor that. Oh wow! No, but then what do you think? What, what do you think when you censor when you censor that? Yeah, word? just censor the It'll words. Just, like, calm yeah. your beep. It's like, yeah. what's he calming? What's he saying? We should calm. But but yeah, it was yeah. Um, like yeah. when we posted that preview yeah. of the Full Metal Panic Ultimate Edition on the blog, there was a ton of info to include. And tried to cover all our bases, and it's, out of all the details, that was actually the it's one. My bad as well. Like Jeremy came, asked me, like, is that the correct one? And because I was doing a few tasks, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> um, and being my project as it is, like no one else in the office was going to be able to go. No, that's incorrect. Hence the reason I asked Andrew, is it correct? <laughs> yeah. So, um, like, fortunately though, yeah, like everything else is correct, and we went through it to make sure that's the case. Now, sticking on Full Metal Panic, but deviating to Facebook for a second. Stemming from our unveiling, I will say, of what our Ultimate Edition is going to be, we've had the following question, Andrew, from Jordan. Out of curiosity, any reason why FOMOFU is going to be exclusive to the Ultimate Edition of Full Metal Panic? Just seems a bit odd to make a season of the show exclusive to a limited run, is all. Uh, It's a good question, Um, but obviously when the Limited Edition runs out we will probably look at what to do there. It's just the other... It's a standalone part of the universe. 
it's not part of the like anyone who's familiar with Metal Panic. It's not. It's basically it's not canon. It's like, the second it's like, season, but it's, it's not integral it's based, to the overall plot. But it's based off. It's not. It's not integral. It's not based off the original light novel series. Mm. It's based off a gag manga, done much like Attack on Titan Junior High, which I'm again really excited. It doesn't take away from your entertainment. Doesn't deprive you of any fun you're getting from the show. Like, I'm, I'm personally looking forward to Attack on Titan Junior High for the, like, it is the Fumo Fu of Attack on Titan. Yeah, which I'm but, really up for. Like, but the the catchphrase too is it is different then. So when you consider what you're going to do as a standard edition sooner than, like, the collector's edition running out for like the ultimate edition running out for example, it's going to be the two canon parts of season one and the second raid. Otherwise, you know, mm-hmm. so that's going to be like the angle on it basically it's like it's nothing super nice. it's like the same reason we didn't do the Grand Legan films separately yet on the on Blu-ray it's just we like we know there is a a hardcore subset of fans for Fumofu but when you take it the con like the, the cost of doing a separate single edition release and having to put it all out it's like as well as having to market it as well because you can't like if you just throw it out the door of course it's not going to do well but it's about generating a market interest and it's a lot easier to get people into the, the universe through the first season and then tell them there's a second raid. Because personally, when I was waiting for something like the second raid to come along, I was super excited about a new series of Film Apple Panic from Ofu. And then when I watched it, I was like, I'm not going to lie, but it was a bit of a feeling of, oh... Because the plot in the first season is so coherent. Oh, yeah, because Fumofu is great fun. I really like it, but mm. I, I also like the overarching plot of Full Metal Panic. Yeah. Can, yeah, you don't need Fumofu for that. Yeah, It doesn't add anything to that. It's fun, and you get to see all the characters buggering about, but <laughs> it makes no actual material contribution to the overarching plot yeah. line. Yeah, and, I, and I agree with that, and I'm, I love Fumofu. Yeah. Like I totally agree. Oh with yes, that. but yeah, so, but like yeah. that's the the logic behind it. Like hopefully it makes some kind of sense. And I know if you're waiting for like four Fumofu on its own, then we're we're sorry about that. From Gary, any chance of you guys getting the rights to new Death Note Blu-rays that have just become available in the US? I love that question. I would love to do something with Death Note. I'm a huge fan. It's a good series. But the fact it comes with French on the discs and English, well, there's English on the discs. I think you're going to A, find out, and since they've not announced yet, I'm fascinated to find the answer to this. A, I'm going to bet you it's a region AB disc. Um, I could be wrong there, because you can recode it. Like, it's easy, it's a flip switch, so it could be region A and region B. But the reason that I'm going to bet you any money, I think German's on the disc as well, I could be wrong. Um, a quick Google will reveal the answer. Well, while Jeremy looks for that for me, I, I will bet you, I know Spanish is on it. Uh, is that like it's no? There's no German subtitles on it actually. Um, incidentally, uh, basically, I would bet that you're going to see the French as the giveaway to where that's going to go. It's Viz Media for starters. Viz Media have owned the rights for 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 all along, so I would think you will definitely see it come out probably from your good friends at like at like that particular. I think that basically spells out where it's going to come out. So I'm certain you're going to get it. I certainly will probably invest in it as well because, like, I'm like I've definitely one of those iconic anime for me. Uh, I say that I'm more of a man- of a fan of manga to be honest. Oh, I read the manga to be honest, like before yeah. I saw the anime. So I'm more I'm more in the direction of reading the manga. 
Oh. By cop, yeah. Like it's hard without spoiling it for people, the, the ten people who've not seen it on Netflix now at this stage. <laughs> like the ending for the anime is, in a way, offensive to me compared to how, but like the manga is, and the manga promises made near the beginning, like a very real promise is made by by Ryuk when the deal is made to get the Death Note, like to to have the power of the Death Note, and what you do with it is up to you. But there is one thing that is guaranteed for him. Like, at that point. Like, basically. And the manga delivers that word for word. Like, the beauty of the manga is... Like, it builds up to this point and such, and you get something out of it. Mm. But the the anime kind of... Distort... It, no, 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 that's not it at all. I mean, I think it falls for the same problem when you get a weaker arc mm. of plot in oh, a comic that can be scaled over. But the plot kind of veers off towards the kind of religious overtone angle at the end, as opposed oh, okay. to. I did not realise that. I've, I've read. I've read the manga, but I mean, the manga's ending is very potent. But the ending of the anime for me was always the light that. But I still like it, so can't mm. complain. Anyway, I, I enjoy the yeah. dramatic penmanship uh, section. Yes, of <laughs> the anime. Yeah. I wish I could written right every time. <laughs> Next question from a couple of people across Facebook and Twitter. What's going on with Nerima Daikon Brothers? <laughs> what? No, you tell us. <laughs> what is going on with Nerima Daikon Brothers? <laughs> what is going on with Nerima Daikon Brothers? The answer is... Kerry's <laughs> uh, <carries> laughter. <laughs> well, it's streaming just now. Well, it's going to stream in one or two places in the near future, oh, for starters. Um, you will also find it like on DVD next year. So answering the question, that is a good question, and as much as I can see people despairing in the office, it will be streaming shortly. The issue was, based on the way the masters were done and such, and the extras, it's been quite hard to access a chunk. So we're in the process of retrieving a chunk of the extras and the, the assets now. Hopefully that will go into offering in the next, like, in the next short while, which means we're looking at early 2016, like, for it, which is a lot longer than I had intended, but... Eh. And yeah. and the fantasy reply would be we've actually all hidden copies under everyone's chairs and offices. <laughs> if you look so under your chair right now, <laughs> or it, wherever you're listening, like if it's in your car, please don't crash the car. But it's under your seat, so don't worry. It's us not. It's genuinely not <laughs> us being <laughs> about it. It's been difficult trying to get yeah. extras and materials. So there's only so much you can do. From Lawrence on Facebook. Do you think there is much scope in the UK for a company like Discotech in the US, as retro anime seems to be an area that's quite undeserved here? Does, well, it, does it just not sell well enough for it to be viable? The answer is no. <laughs> but like, well, it's not that. That's a lie. I'm a huge fan of what Discotech does. Mm. But, and, like, and I know they're doing some really amazing things with restorations now. They're doing proper restorations of material, um, which is incredible. Um... It's just that there's a lot of shows which aired, like, in America on television back in the day. Not even back in the day, as in the Cartoon Network era, like, which is now back, actually, which is mm. nice. But, like, not back in that era, but further back. There's stuff like, um, Kim, like, Kimber the White Lion. Like, for example, like, they aired, like, or there was at least exposure in America to a lot of the classics. But you just don't get over here. And that's the challenge we face, because you need... Realistically, if you're going to do a proper collector's edition, proper like something which deserves to be released, 
then you need at least, like, you need a certain number to break even, and that number is a huge gamble of shows. Gundam, for example, is an interesting one, because it is meeting those numbers already, and they, they, the fandom is really making it worth the, like, the experience here. It's Plus the clean-up job. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that footage I've looks seen amazing. some footage, and Clean-up tile copping. Yeah, you wouldn't think this came out in 79. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's really, really good. I was really impressed. Yeah, we've been checking out the, the check discs here in the office. Um, like, and yeah, we're definitely really impressed. Speaking of check discs, you're going through Bacano just now, aren't you, Jeremy? I am. I'm QCing Bacano. It's really good fun. It's well ahead of schedule, I have to say. We might even get a little bit of a, an advance on the release date, but we'll see. Hopefully. We don't know that for sure, people, but we're, we're trying our we damnest. We hint there. We surprise the people listening. Of course, now, now so that you've mentioned well. it, you've just jinxed the whole I thing. I have. Oh. Uh, Another warehouse will catch fire. Don't say that. No. Oh, not again. Why would you not say again. that? Uh, next question. Right, I'm going to pick up two more then. First of all, from Facebook, from Jonathan. Bit of a joking question, this, but why not? How many copies would I have to promise to buy to make you look into licensing Natsume's Book of Friends? A thousand. Aww. A thousand? Yeah. yeah. Get your answer. Okay, yeah. there you go. And finally, from RetroDLC on Twitter, have you thought of SD Blu-ray releases? We were mentioning Discotech a few minutes ago, Andrew, so I thought this was quite apt. Discotech are doing Samurai Pizza Cats 50-plus episodes on one Blu-ray disc, pristine quality. Samurai Cats making an interesting... Cats a great show. <laughs> Cats making a funny face because pizza is her spirit food. No. No, no, like no, spirit I think, no, I think Cats' spirit food is burgers. Cheeseburgers. So. Has to have cheese. Just saying. Reply. Honestly, like, in a, in the long shot, because I know we're running very short on time, the, the answer is interesting, but like Kat's kind of face on it. Mm. The issue is that the target market is completely different. It's a very limited... Samurai Pizza Cats is a very limited example where it makes sense because you'd be offering 50 different episodes. Um, and like for Turn A Gundam, for example, that's uh, one which is interesting for us. It's not... No, 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 don't, don't look at no, me. No, I was thinking like, that's something else. The, the interesting oh. point, but like for example, the interesting point because there is... HD material out there so if you're going to do it you'd be more like the logical question from fans would be why are you not releasing the Blu-ray to give context like, in the US there's only been a DVD release of Turn A Gundam which is oh. due to demand and lack of dub when you do no dub it becomes a lot harder to do a Blu-ray because you cut out a massive subset of people I debate that sometimes with Gundam because I'm not entirely convinced except for the big mainline Gundam shows for the UK like, which are not, ironically the non-UC ones often, which is like Seed, Seed Destiny, Wing, that kind of double O. Like, like those kind of shows, like actually, barring that, is a collector's market. So if you're going to sell, it's going to sell. So there's, a, there's also an issue as well. If you just put a standardised formatted show onto a Blu-ray, there's an expectation that people think you will have... Uh done a clean-up or upscale job on mm. it. Uh, in fairness, I think Discotech have flat-out said on the actual packaging, this is an SD Blu-ray. So they're actually advertising its standard-definition content on one Blu-ray disc. I think, they're, I think they've put that pretty much plain as day on the front cover, if I remember. Oh, yeah, that'd be a sensible thing to do, mm. though, wouldn't it? Because... Certainly from my point of view, it'd be mm. an expectation I would have, but unless, of course, they yeah. had plastered it on the front of the box. Mm. So saying, you know. Especially when you consider how many um, like older anime shows that they have cleaned up and put on Blu-ray, like yeah. um, Cowboy Bebop, for, for one example, and it looks 
I'm not going to leave if I do say so myself. It really does. You know, you, you would expect that if you were getting a Blu-ray release that there would be a clean-up job. Mm. I, I, I'd feel a bit myth. Hmm. Bit of a random question, but for me, Andrew, because I think it's, a, it's an interesting one to end on, and it's a more production-related question. When it comes to... If we use Samurai Pizza Cats as an example here, and obviously you've got to factor in whether you can recoup the cost of actually producing it in the first place and such, but would it ultimately be more cost-effective to produce all of that onto one Blu-ray disc rather than multiple DVD discs? From like from an actual production cost point of view? From production cost point of view, maybe it depends how many discs you're printing. Mm. DVD isn't that diff- like that expensive to do nowadays if you look in the right places. So really, realistically, you'd have to be talking like a 50-episode series. And even mm. then, like it has to be a particular subset where the cost... Like all the materials are lined up already. Otherwise, mm. you're better diversifying the cost of prep subs, mm. prepping the, the, well, the audio less so, you know, but the, the retrieval cost if you have to pay an access fee, for example... So, no, like, actually only in very limited cases. Like, Samurai Pizza Cats, I'm sure that was actually a logical choice. Mm, so I think it's dub only, because it's, t- it's a TV show version I think they're doing. But the US is also a different market, to an mm. extent. Is this, in the UK, still, DVD is still a seller for standard editions, for example. Mm. Whereas in the US, like, there is a growing number of people from across the world asking for Blu-ray versions, you know. Some people have said, you know, for Outdoor Star, you might remember, people who said before the Blu-ray announcement in Japan... I don't like you know. I don't care if it's not HD. You know, I just want it on Blu-ray. Mm. Um, you're right, but there is that mix of people who ex- think that Blu-ray is an implicit promise that the video will be great. Um, for example, mm. um, though, so difficult. One. So the answer is we would consider it if it was a show that made sense for it, but we're not going to go crazy out of our way. And on that note, everybody, we're going to draw the podcast to a close here. Thank you for everyone who sent in questions, but we're, we're sort of p- tightly pressed for time, given it's a, it's a bit of a busy time. However, mm-hmm. she'll keep the questions back we haven't gone to, and if we can come to those on a, an extra bonus podcast, because who knows, we may have a random bit of downtime, and we can do another yeah. one at some point over the next yeah, couple of weeks. Maybe. We will do so. Our next podcast will likely be recorded during the time of Scotland Loves Anime. Can't give you a specific time or date at the moment, but it's... It's pretty busy for all involved, so keep keep staying tuned and whatnot. We'll be back. For more information on us, it's alltheanime.com. Our blog section is blog.alltheanime.com. We've got pieces of content going up on there nearly every day, from focuses on titles of ours to our weekly newswire, and some guest, comment, uh, some guest posts as well. We actually had Hugh David the other day talking about Ninja Slayer, specifically. There's something a bit different. If you want to hit us up on social media, it's facebook.com forward slash alltheanime, twitter.com forward slash alltheanime, instagram.com forward slash alltheanime, youtube.com forward slash alltheanimeuk, and alltheanimeuk.tumblr.com. And if you want to hit me up for a question, more than welcome to direct emails to me. It's jeremy at alltheanime.com. From myself, Kat, Andrew, Keith and Kerry, we're all going to get lunch because we really need a break before we head into a busy afternoon of work. But take care, and if you're coming to MCM Comic Con this weekend, we'll see you there. Bye. 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 See you. Hi folks, welcome back to the podcast. We decided we wanted to record a little extra bit 
for the show before we released it. Following on from some comments over the weekend, people receiving their Sword Art Online boxes, and just wanted to address a few things that have come up just in general. So we've got a little little extra bit for you. Wish we could have done some kind of random button combination you had to put in a security code. Instead, we thought we'd make it easy and just put it on the end of the last podcast. And uh, once again, in the office studio, I'm Jeremy, joined, as always, by Kat, Andrew, Keith, and Kerry. What's up? Yo. Uh, <laughs> we all sound so energetic, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. So, uh, first of all, Sword Art Online 2 is out now. Uh, at the time we're recording this, it is Tuesday afternoon, so you're all going well, you're hearing this by Wednesday afternoon. And really, really cool reaction to everyone receiving their boxes. People are really happy with how it's come out. You're liking the mirror board, loving everything about it. All is going good, and overall, we're very happy with the response, aren't we, guys? <laughs> well said, everyone. Well said. The power yes. of editing compels me. Yes. We, 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 lo- we love the responses. It's a beautiful box set, and we are glad to see that everyone is kind of appreciating yeah. the hard work that's gone into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It definitely am. Like, people like it, how, how shiny it is, which is really good. Mm. However. <laughs> yeah, but there is a however to this. We, um, there have been a few comments raised, which we thought, you know what? We haven't put the podcast out yet, so we'll del- deliver it. We'll delay it by another day. And we'll just add a, we'll record another section just so we can touch on those comments sp- specifically, which I can't even say properly because I'm so bro. excited. I know, right? <laughs> we'll touch on those comments directly. So, uh, so Andrew, where would you like to begin with said comments? Uh, I f***ed up. Oh. <laughs> cool. That would be a, a good starting point on it. Basically, what happened used to happen back when we were doing Sword Art Online, uh, like, and, like, up to about the point of doing Tokyo Ghoul, actually, to be honest. We were a team of, like, basically, there were four of us total. To, like, Kerry and Jeremy managed marketing, me and Kat were managing product. I was really meant to be doing other things, I was just filling... There were too many projects for one person to handle, as awesome as Kat is. Sobbing. Sobbing in the corner, <laughs> begging for the project pile to get smaller. So what we did was hired Keith, which Hello. we've discussed previously in podcasts. But at that point, everything like Sword Art Online, etc. was all into print. And basically how the QC process works is you get approval files, which are signed mm-hmm. off on by Japan. Those are then ported into print files, which go to the, the printers, basically. And normally these should be the same. But occasionally something goes wrong in the export and something like something pops up that shouldn't have or should have been removed and it was a like a prior version which went to print or something and normally a QC of that helps. And basically the trouble is because I was the one managing that project and insanely occupied by a bunch of other like other top level things. Like I just skimmed the Digipack, for example, and missed that one episode was a wall that like it's in the grand scheme of things it's small stuff but it's still enough to be annoying and just to clarify it's an episode title, title. that's a wall not an actual episode on the yes. disc yeah. the discs, are, discs totally discs fine discs are fine as you will oh, find that would be a bigger issue yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the digipack like the, the digipack is also underneath each of the discs says where the what episodes are then clearly says episode 6 and also in the booklet there is one small slip where like Shino's like description is actually oh it's, it, it's, the, it's a younger yeah, version of her is a different yeah. description which yeah. it's of Asana instead of Shino so like we wouldn't shouldn't have been a description to begin with I think and we somehow missed that on the print file it was an old file 
we'd removed that on. The rest of the stuff was fine. It was just a small last change. She's definitely not. She's definitely not Kirito's sweetheart. <laughs> we are very, very sorry about that and hope that we have not, uh, like, upset anyone through the process. And I, like, uh, I personally apologise. And this is why Keith is here now, to stop me doing that again. Yeah, because Angie deliberately does these things, so Keith actually has to restrain yeah. him. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think it's just... Um, what sustains Andrew and keeps him going in life, it's making it slipping in these little things to uh, yeah to just mess with everybody. To just really get Keep under people's skins yeah. and <laughs> make them cry at night. Yeah, uh, that's Actually, it's my life energy really. Mine, but yeah, I mean it, it does bring us to an important point. Uh, one person at least has asked, "Will you be doing a replacement scheme for this?" And I think it's worth probably bringing up at this point that. Like, it's true, we are an unusual company all in all. Like, we... Like, like in the sense that we've, ever since our first release, we've replaced anything which is a significant enough problem mm-hmm. to, like, to merit a replacement. Namely, like, you know, for, for Cowboy Bebop, I think the video of the line is something like Cowboy Bebop, where there are, like, small video glitches, which, while overall don't take away from your enjoyment, they are an issue that... But we could fix and like and should fix there mm-hmm. because it is something that like that is going to be part of your experience every time you watch that episode, yeah. for example. Like and like a like a significant problem actually all in all. Same as like um same as like Kill the Kill, for example, where the audio is like is sped up on episode four for only the the hundred or so buyers at MCMX, you know, like yeah. the very limited subset of people at MCM Expo, basically, mm. who bought it in October last year. Um, and I know it's taken a while to replace that, but ba- like, but at the same time, I, like I, we, we've been discussing it actually internally just now, and we came to the conclusion that the that you know we will advance that very soon, and we're just gonna because we haven't been able to reprint the discs yet, but we don't want to keep people waiting. Certainly not more than one year from from that for a replacement mm. like that, but will like a, a sort of a one time basis be replacing people's packages a hundred percent just for that. So you'll get a new collector's edition mm-hmm. part one um, to replace the the problem basically instead of like instead of anything else. And we'll do that on our our own dime for anyone who's in mm-hmm. like got an issue or. If, if you can, we can sort out at MCM this October. If you're going, for example, yeah, you know? we will. It, we'll figure it, something. If you out. sort of hold off on, but for want of a better way of phrasing this, this may come out slightly bluntly, and I don't mean it. <laughs> hold off on asking us about it for about a week or so because we've got MCM Glasgow this weekend, so we're all systems go for that at the moment. Yeah. One of the things on my to-do list following that event is to start figuring out how we're going to handle this kill the kill one replacement scheme, which, as Andrew has said, and we want to reiterate only applies to the people who would have bought the, what's the way of putting it, the early bird first print version. The the first units that were available at MCM London October last year. And it's worth Nothing noting else. that we, we expended the money at that point and the time delaying the title mm. to to fix it right there and then because we felt there was an obligation to you as the fans to fix that. And mm. that shows how far we go. I mean, it's not just for us, it's not just when a disc physically doesn't work in your player, mm-hmm. for example, which like was absolutely the right thing to do to replace in the case of uh, Naruto Shippuden, I think. Uh, like, one of the recent ones, yeah. Like we go that depth further, which is not easy as a decision to make. Like and like for Durara, for example, we even reoffered the entire Blu-ray set, 
and added a new subtitle there and have replaced <laughs> a lot of copies for about four people. Of which, if you're date. listening to that, the next round of replacements are going out after MCM Glasgow. We, we had a massive delivery come in earlier this week. We're going to be getting those out as quickly as we can. But I feel it is worth addressing that point, as we're replacing it regardless of when... Because we have this discussion in-house about mm. it, regardless of when or how much you paid for it. So, for a lot of people who are, like quite rightly wanting a fixed version of the discs but they're buying you'll get buying the collector's packaging at a very good price on places like on places online Mm -hmm. and you're still entitled to and receiving the collector's one it's not it's not a privilege you're not like any other company wouldn't give you that and it's not like some kind of uh, some kind of be thankful thing it's us doing what we feel is right but you have to understand that there is a a limit to the cost implications on something we're willing to take a hit per unit sold like to fulfill it like to people but for something like Sword Art Online for example bringing it back round the issues are two very small things one on the digipack which honestly if you're spending so long staring at the digipack that it's an issue for you then that's probably quite a small subset it's annoying to know but it's not going to take away from your enjoyment of the show and the in the booklets case that that is like we are sorry about that it's not like, it's not something that was deliberate, but again, like, it shouldn't take away... Like, in a way, it just proves that people are reading the booklet and enjoying it. Which, which is, is great to know. Which is great to know, but at the same time, you know, we're... Like, uh, we're sorry for putting people's proofreading to, to the test, so that shouldn't be your job. But at the same time, to correct an entire booklet for one little detail like that... It's not like we, we replaced Kirito, like Kirito's description, for example, with, like... I don't know, like Satsuki from Kill la Kill, for example, <laughs> or something. You know, it's not like that kind of level of issue. It's something which, as you as a fan of Sword Art Online, will recognise as factually incorrect anyway. And if you've got as far as Sword Art Online 2, I would hope that you are at least in some way engaged in the, the franchise. Even if it's, very lo- you know, just the lovely video games coming out from Namco Bandai Games, for example. Mm. Like, not dropping a name <laughs> particularly. No, but just they are really cool. Mm. Well, they are really cool. Um, but, like, that's kind of what we're getting at. We do, like, it, it, like it's nice that people actually, in a way it's nice that people do look to us to oh, see yeah. if we will yeah. replace something mm. as well. Or what we're going to do about it. But sometimes it's just, like... It's a catch twenty two on it, you know. But like everything is is, base like the discs are fully functioning. The box is amazingly shiny, both boxes. Mm. Like actually, um, the digi pack has the correct part number on it and such. So your general viewing the when it's on your shelf, when it's on your shelf, it's gonna look beautiful. Yeah. Like and when it's out of your shelf, the discs will look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's kind of why the line is drawn there on that one. I think it's worth fleshing out for those who want to listen to the reasons on it. Mm. A point that's kind of worth repeating is that where we can fix and replace, we will. Sometimes we can't and sometimes it doesn't make much financial sense to... Um, we, we love the fact that, that people expect this from us because they expect better from us and we always work to... to kind of meet that expectation. I think now that we have Keith and all pressure on Keith to make sure that this doesn't happen again. <laughs> Isn't that right, Kat? <laughs> Keith is here to help. If something goes wrong from now on, Kat, surely it is Keith's it's fault. Keith's oh. fault. Yeah, I mean, it's not my fault. 
I mean, as a fan of what show was it this week? Lucky Star. Lucky Star. Oh, I'm gonna say Great Great Teacher on Izuka as well. That's been watching Great Teacher on Izuka recently. Well, I'm just. I'm just hoping people do appreciate the fact that in, with the releases that we put out that we obviously do care about what we do and we are trying to do our best. It's just bear in mind we're, it's been a learning process. We're a small company in the scheme of things. As Andy mm-hmm. said, I, I'm, I'm the fifth full-time team member. So. He's the and I, thought you, I thought you were going to go for Angle. You have to keep in mind that Andrew's mind is feeble. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 don't, I don't want to annoy the boss too much. He's but, the yeah, fifth child pilot <laughs> But I think another thing that's worth highlighting is stemming from... SAO what we've discovered and actually from the past few weeks of other things which in getting ready for future releases you know we've realised a couple of things processes are, are changing internally we've we've ironed out a couple of bits and bobs to help everything run a lot smoother to help get these checks done so when we say that we have genuinely made a change internally to help this stuff happen we're not just saying it for what's we're not just saying it they, that'll do, yeah. All right, uh, they'll involve a beep, but yeah. Uh, to put something in a pig's mouth, you mean? Oh, no. Oh, topical. Oh, no. There you go. Something, I, there's nothing to censor there. Not blowing smoke up your asses. We do try really, really hard. <laughs> We're not also, beep, beep. We're not beeping the beep. And also, yeah, it's it's tough when you're only four people, now five people, and it's amazing how one extra, how much difference one extra person can make. So, Isn't that I, right, Keith? Surely, yeah. I I definitely noticed it after Jeremy joined in January, like how much like he's taken on, and how much it's t- like taken a load off of a lot of people. But mm. the fact is that Andrew also has, besides the product stuff, um, business running stuff to deal with, which which can be quite tough. So very yes, very, very yeah, important Keith business stuff. It's basically <laughs> the the the. Um, TLDR of that is we love Keith and um, it's all Keith's fault so blame Keith. Cheers. <laughs> and thank you. Until so, until someone helps join Anime Limited, it's all on <laughs> and you. Then, it, then it's Timmy the intern. Oh, poor Timmy. No, basically we we do genuinely really care and we're doing everything within our power to get this all smooth and ship shape as quickly as possible so that in future you will get a release and you'll think, my God, that is perfection incarnate. And of course, the other thing we should note as well, and one, going back to the positive reaction to SAO, what I've really liked as well is that there are a lot of people whose first product they've bought is Sword Art Online, and they're super happy with it. Yay! And they're super happy with it, and then I've had a few people message us sort of privately through Facebook and whatnot, just saying, just want to say, really, really love the release, can't wait to put parts two through four in there. And that's going to be a really cool thing when you got those in your box. That makes yep. us happy. Yeah. Are we going to mention the issue that people have had with bashed packaging? Yeah, yeah, we should touch on this. And gash packaging, bashed. Oh, I heard you say gash packaging. Freudian. <laughs> That's something else entirely. I'll fi- you'll find out. If you heard that in the edit, right. then you will know it made it through. Um, yeah. So we also wanted to, to quickly address that over the weekend, people who were receiving their pre-orders from some retailers. Uh, for one better way of putting it, it looked like they'd been drop kicked quite beautifully. Uh, we are to say we were shocked when we saw these photos is quite an understatement because that box is pretty flipping rigid, so it takes holy some holy. force to get through that. But what we would say is that if 
you have been, for want of a better word, the victim of... Affected by these issues. Yeah, that's pretty better, yeah. If you've been affected by these issues, as opposed to being a victim of a postman, uh, please contact a retailer that you purchased it from. They should be able to offer you an exchange. If in an extreme case you are not having any luck with that, drop us a line. In fact, drop me a line directly, jeremy at alltheanime.com via email. Include your proof of purchase and stuff, and, and we can we will help out. But like I say, only in extreme cases, because all retailers should honour that. And like more importantly as well, most retailers are taking very good means for packaging. It mm-hmm. just seems like a, an unfortunate batch from from only one retailer just now, and like I, they don't want this kind of problem either. It's not in their best interest, so I'm pretty sure there's a lot of apologising going on just now. And if there's not, we'll make them. <laughs> <laughs> If suddenly everybody seems a little bit distracted as we've just taken delivery of some Tokyo ghouls in the office yeah. and boy oh boy are they pretty they are so shiny but by the time <laughs> you guys are hearing this and providing so I've nice. not lost my sanity at this point either given some other stuff that's happening uh, you should see a full unboxing at our website if not you will see it on Thursday at blog.audianime.com in regards to bashed packaging what you could do with the extra one is like the bashed one is turn it into a mirror ball Oh, that's Yeah. <laughs> just very pretty Mary. Or just, you know, cut up, hang it on Christmas tree. I don't know. Cat's moved one earlier. You could, yeah. you, oh, you, you could actually yeah. just hang it from your ceiling, put like a little spotlight or some disco lights on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, cut some I think it's worth noting there. as well to folks for Tokyo Ghoul, actually, on a side note, there is a, like, a very good article, actually, original article written by Andrew Osmond, who's mm. a very good writer, actually, writes things like. Among other things like Sight and Sound, uh, Neo... Our blog. Our blog, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but a Shut bunch up. of really good publications, actually. Um, uh, the headline for it is Too Ghoul for School. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, not as good as Tokyo Ghoul Party, but... Um, We've warned you I about that. that. <laughs> Wasn't it pool party? It's not... Yeah. Back in your box. <laughs> so before we properly adjourn this podcast, anything else anybody would like to add? Any other business? Uh, Tokyo Ghoul looks amazing. It's so pretty. For those of you at MCM Comic Con this weekend in Glasgow, we will have some stock of Tokyo Ghoul available. You can also purchase Sword Art Online on DVD and our limited collector's edition Blu-ray as well. And I'll do the big round of plugs as well, unless anybody else would like to say such other things before. I would like to say one more thing, even though you've already heard this before earlier in this podcast. Come and check out the panel with a special anime guest of honour from Rolling Girls. It will be awesome and attend their signings. And for those of you wondering, we will have some announcements over the weekend as well. D- not going to tell you when they're going to happen. We will. But, but we, will, we will have a couple of... The announcement is we fired Keith. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my coat. Uh, but... At least it's a sunny day, so you have to walk through the rain. But oh, hooray. With the, with the budget we saved from firing him, we've licensed Car Cup to Sakura. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Please don't take that as a serious note. Actually, it's only going to be one, so it's going to be a fight between the two. So. I hope you realise, Kat, that someone out there no. probably, probably thought you were being legit just then. I know. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Are you really? I, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that so I inflict that pain on myself and everyone else. The, the, one of the in- announcements at MTM Glasgow will be that Cat is a pathological liar. <laughs> <laughs> also, that we have not licensed for Captor Sakura or Sailor Moon. Yeah, we, we yeah. didn't say any of the announcements would be new products. We'll just be announcing <laughs> random <laughs> shit. Fat, fat, 
Andrew uh, likes to wear a sweater around his neck when doing the podcast. Oh, the other thing we should make mention of this weekend for MCM Glasgow Comic Con attendees is if you swing by our all the anime booth and you purchase a few things, including Tokyo Ghoul Limited Blu-ray Collector's Edition, while stocks last, you will receive a pretty swanky-looking Tokyo Ghoul bag for you to waltz around the convention, be the envy of other Tokyo Ghoul fans, and probably other vampires as well, or ghouls actually for that matter. So, so yeah, come on by, you'll get that bag. We've also got a few other bits of bobs going on at the booth, so make sure you stop by. We'll all be lurking around. You can't miss me. I'm a freaking giant. Keith will also be about. Not such you a giant. You can miss me because I'll be standing behind Jeremy, so you won't see me. Try to find me. <laughs> <laughs> if yes. you find Kerry, you get a special prize, which is she will hurl abuse at you for an hour. Kick you in the balls. <laughs> Some people uh, would think... Kerry, you, you need to watch Samurai no, or, or in the uterus, if if you are yeah, not right the male persuasion. See, and also, we should make mention, Kat will be there. Hi. In fact, the whole team will be there. I won't. Team Anime Limited will be there. Andrew Partridge will be... Not there. ...will be atop the rafters. Not there. Like Sting, from circa 1996 through 1998 <laughs> WCW World Championship Wrestling, <laughs> when he was hanging in the rafters. I thought you were on about the singer. Yeah. I thought you were on about the singer. I was like... I was like... I was like... Because I, I listen to the police. Uh, well, I don't listen to the police maybe, either. Maybe, but, you know. The sound of them, maybe. Maybe, you're, maybe you're insinuating <laughs> you wanted to see Andrew in a Sam. tiny pair of blue latex pants. Send it out an SOS. Dune reference. Maybe we'll have the new teacher. No, that was a police reference. It could be. It could be worse. I mean, it could be like George Michael over afterwards. God. So thank you very much for listening, everybody. If you're at MCM Glasgow this weekend, we will see you there. If you're not, we won't. Take care, folks. Facebook.com forward slash all the anime. Twitter.com forward slash all the anime. Instagram.com forward slash all the anime. YouTube.com forward slash all the anime UK. All the anime UK.tumblr.com. And of course, our website, all the anime.com. We and, are on social media. And our fancy blog section, blog.alltheanime.com. Yeah. Or if you're telepathic, just listen very hard with your mind. <laughs> <laughs> You might no. hear the murmuring. That could be the next one with social media, That's just implanting your brain. Yeah. yeah. I can show you the we'll call it Mind Book. <laughs> mind Book. Yeah. Mind Book. <laughs> That'll be the next podcast title. <laughs> oh, yeah. What were we rocking with this one? Streetwater. Yes, you, you, you have been listening to Streetwater, the most ghetto of all water. Streetwater. Water. <laughs> Cheers for listening, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.